Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Tim Allen, post-game show host. I'm pretty irate, honestly, about this trade. How are you? Uh, better. I mean, after I had a night to sleep on it, after the second trade, I feel much better about the first one. After they traded for Matt Bush? Yeah, yeah. Matt yeah, Bush. I think that, that's a great move. Are we being facetious? Not at all. Not at all. That's exactly what they were looking for. Now, if they would, wouldn't have done the first one and did the second one, I think they'd be in a little bit better shape, uh, both for now and the future. I don't understand. I'll just get right into it with you. I mean, we all know the situation. Josh Hader got traded. Four guys, two at the big league level, two pitchers, outfield prospect, another pitching prospect. Let me play uh, part of what David Stearns had said. This is David Stearns. Um, you know, Mark, his family, our ownership group, um, they, they are not interested in a prolonged rebuild ever. Um, our fan base is not interested in a prolonged rebuild ever. Um, in order to avoid those prolonged down cycles, uh, we believe occasionally making a very difficult decision like this um, is needed, and and that's why we made the move today. So Stearns does say we there, but he does not say that I am in not interested mm-hmm. in a prolonged rebuild. He says Mark and his family. Uh, he says the fans. And I think that you know nobody wants the team to lose – a hundred games year in and year out and year in and year out. Nobody, nobody wants that, but the brewers are so afraid to ever get to that point again. I think what I want is just the same way that I say the Packers are built to lose an NFC championship game. I think the brewers are built to get into the playoffs, but then to lose. And he's going to give you this bites of the apple thing again. They want bites of the apple bites of the apple. Uh, instead of just nibbling, you know, open that jaw a little bit, take a, take a big bite. They traded Josh Hader, which was always inevitable, most likely, and we could talk about that. But they traded they traded their all-star closer as they're three games up in the division. If you're going to trade Josh Hader for this package, we could talk about it at any other time. The thing that bothers me is they made this trade while they're three games up and contending. And if, if that's the case, if you're so desperate and afraid of ever having a losing season, if you think the fans are that fickle that, that they're at your first season – we're going to revolt on you, then why are we even trying to win games in the first place? This was a this was a very telling move about how this organization is run, I think, yesterday, and I'm very upset about it, honestly. Well, it brings up a lot of questions, and, and you know, that's, that's, that's what this comes down to. So you have the question, are they a better team right now than they were prior to the 
two trades. No. Um, I mean, we're really talking about Matt Bush this way? Yeah, we are. And they, need, they needed that. Bart, I'll tell you what. Collectively, that bullpen right now might be better. Collectively. All told. All right. I mean, continue. I'm just saying. It, uh, but this, that's what the, the questions are, are. You know, you have to ponder this. Does it shed light on what David Stearns thought the team was this year? That's another question. Because sometimes you can, you can tell what – you're never really, really going to know what a, a president or a GM thinks of his baseball team. We don't know what's rattling around in his cranium. We, we don't. And, and so is this like, yeah, we're close, but let's continue to work on the cycling of you know, sustained competition. Okay? Another question would be, did he know something about Josh Hader? Sometimes we have to think about that too. Did, did he – kind of see some writing on the wall, not just, not just financially, because that's the easy one. We can all see that. But did he know something that we don't know about Josh Hader? I don't know what that would be. Injury? I, I, I just don't know. Clubhouse? I know Josh maybe Hader. He thought, and, maybe he saw what happened with Bart Winkler, and after he became a new dad, he started phoning in his job. Well, maybe yeah, he saw that. <laughs> we just, just don't know. <laughs> Could, could and here's the key question for me, and th- this is the one, this is the one that gets me. Would you have received more had you done this in the off season or next year's trade that deadline? And that to me is the key question here. Would you have received more? I do know this: more teams, I believe, would have been involved in the hater sweepstakes in the off season. Well, that's a good uh, point. And, uh, again, this is Tim Allen. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. It's the Wendy's What's for Breakfast Hour, ladies and gentlemen. Score yourself the breakfast baconator combo. Score yourself the hot honey chicken biscuit combo. And there's nothing like a nice hot meal of Wendy's to uh, alleviate some of the pain that your favorite baseball team has caused you, especially uh, downing one of those frosty chinos. Because, okay, here's another thing from Stearns. Here's, uh, this is Stearns. For the last three years, and you said it, for the last three years, any time you get into a trading season, whether it was the trade deadline or the winter meetings, uh, we would have teams call us. Um, we have never uh, we have never made an outgoing call on Josh Hader. Um, and that was true this deadline as well. Um, but we, we have received many incoming calls. Um, and that was true this deadline. And as we always do, we listen. And um, in this case, uh, we had a couple of very aggressive um, teams that pursued Josh. Uh, and ultimately, this San Diego deal was one that we thought was in the best interest of our organization. So one thing I've been saying about Juan Soto is I, I don't understand why Juan Soto, why there's such a rush to move him. He's got two and a half years left. And I think you're taking a lot of players out of it by trying to move him right now. I, I mentioned a team like the Cubs. You know, the Cubs... They've got money, even though they pretend like they don't. But in the offseason, maybe they take restock of themselves and say, hey, we can get Juan Soto here. We got a few prospects that we've built up. Maybe other teams beside the Dodgers or Mariners or Padres or Cardinals, maybe other teams are into it. You're narrowing things when you're doing it this rush. So I agree with you. The Brewers are just sitting back waiting for the phone to ring. In an offseason, whether it was this next offseason or last offseason, if you're calling teams about Hater. Maybe that spurs up some more conversation. 
they never called anybody ever. Padres just call and they say, all right, this offer is better than that other offer. Let's do it. Just the whole thing to me, it, it just it shows me that this organization is they're, they're so afraid of ever having a losing season. They they knew they were going to trade Josh Hader at some point. We always knew it would end that way. We always did. So I just think they traded him at the dumbest possible time. Well, and and I do have – and that cut you, you just played right there is the biggest problem I have in this whole situation. You didn't do any outreach here. You didn't do any outreach knowing full well that you were accepting offers and you were open to trading Josh Hader. Yet you didn't do any of the outreach. You know, I think back to uh, uh, Moneyball. And, and remember the GM is, it was just uh, phones here, phones there, put them on hold. And then I got two on hold. And then I'm, the, the, you know, take a message. I'll call them back. All of these things. Does that, does that mean your credibility is lowered as a president or GM of a baseball organization? When you do the outreach, did you contact the LA Dodgers directly and say, you know what? I'll, I'll make you a deal here your top prospect for Josh Hader straight up. You didn't get one top prospect in this. You didn't get one organization's top, let's just say top three prospects in, in their organization. You know, these guys slot in, in, in the lower half of the top 10 in the Brewers organization. Was that enough for Josh Hader, or would Brewer fans be okay if you just went one for one? Mets, who's your best dude? Who's your best guy? We'll go one on one. I think Brewer fans may be a little bit more accepting of that part, but the lack of outreach, Bart, I don't understand why you're not the assertive one in this. You just sit back and wait, and what that means is that other teams, other organizations, are kind of controlling the tempo of a trade. They're right, you let the controlling Padres, it. You let the Padres control it. What, what started to get me really fired up yesterday was when I realized that the Padres did include any of their big-time prospects and that if they wanted to – they could walk away from this trade deadline with Josh Hader and Juan Soto. Like the, the we didn't get any of these. Like, and now uh, I'm just I'm very frustrated. I'm very that's, that's frustrated. Huge, yeah, that's and and you have every right to be. Brewer fans have every right to be at some point. At some point in this organizational um, escalation, because it is it is in a lot better shape than it ever has been. Let's let's face it. It's just in great shape right now. But at some point, whether it's now, whether it's in the offseason, next year's trade deadline, the year after that, at one point he's going to have to put all the chips in and take a risk. No, they're never going to. He just told you they're never going to. He's, he's going to have to. Or else Mark this doesn't is a want cycle. to. Mark doesn't want to. Well, see, and that's unfortunately the economic structure of where we're at here. So this is the problem. I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of problems with you people. Okay, the problem is when you're trying to talk about the Brewers, anytime you ever want to blame counsel, you can't. You can't because these are guys that David Stearns gives them. But you can't blame Stearns because these are guys, this is what he's able to work with under Mark. But now you can't blame Mark because that's baseball. So it's like the Brewers get a free pass. The Brewers, on purpose, are trying to get in the playoffs and hope for a miracle. That's their model. That's their model. They're never going to go all in. They always want to win 85 games and get in the playoffs. Baseball has expanded the playoffs now for that to be possible. This, this is their model. 
they just want to get in and get into the playoffs, and they think that one of these years they'll hit a miracle, and they're not going to because there's going to be teams that are better than them all the time. I understand baseball is more you know, crazy than some of these other sports, and you can get hot, but there's always going to be a team like the Padres. There's always going to be a team like the Dodgers. The Brewers made a move that you make when you are selling. They made it when they are contending. It is, it is unfathomable to me. And, and, and on top of it, you have other teams' uh, splashy headlines, not just in, in the trade market, but in long-term signings. Atlanta with, with Riley. You have Musgrave um, you know, in, in San Diego there. So you, you're getting outdone even in a blockbuster trade. <laughs> you know, I, I just feel that the main thing is, well, there's two, two main things in my world. One would be how in the world you didn't get a, an absolute Glaber Torres, Eloy Jimenez type top prospect. You didn't get one of them. Is it a nice player? Uh, the 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 one Ruiz is that a nice player? That's a nice player, but is he the man or projected the man? Okay, that that that's one thing. And then the second thing, as I said, what's wrong with doing the outreach if you're going to trade him anyway? If you're entertaining the idea to trade Josh Hader, then you drive the ship, you drive the bus, the Hader trade bus. You're the one that takes control of this thing. And he says we didn't do any calls outbound. I'm curious about that. Who 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 dictated this trade, David Stearns? Who did who who was the man behind the trade? You? Clearly not. No, Clearly it was Mark. Not. This is Mark. Mark's trade. This is Mark's well, that, trade. That, that, but that doesn't mean he couldn't have done the outreach uh, uh, with Stearns, the same philosophy. Stearns is ready to move on. He's tired of this. I think he's. I think he's ready I mean, to go. You, you didn't. You didn't want to stack on to Josh Hader. Have we thought about that? Have we thought about putting a Lauer in there? Have we thought about putting a, another player in there to get more? Because quite frankly, let's face it, Bart. We all know this now. It, help is on the way from the farm system in terms of uh, the position player group. But you're not getting any help from your position player farm hands anyway. And no, you haven't no, in years. No, I, I think that I think that this is a case where Stearns Stearns was given a directive that we're not going to go to arbitration with Hater. Aunt Nazio already said um, at the home opener. He said we are we are uh, extending payroll. We're paying eleven million dollars to Josh Hader. So he already thought that was too much. So this is a this is a mark directive. And Stearns is like, fine, you want to trade Hater? I'm going to trade Hater. I'll get a good enough return back to not put egg on my face. But this is my signal to everybody that this is what I'm dealing with. And if you want me, come get me, because I'm not doing this anymore. I guess the happiest guy would be Dan Plesak, because his all-time saves number just sits there at number one now. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't, have to, doesn't have to worry about it. Did, did, did they go crazy watching MLB Network and tooling around with all the media? And no one's going crazy over this except San Diego. San Diego's the one that's just on top of the world here. And I don't know if they're done yet. Uh, um, I ex- I expected the Brewers to to make another trade, and they did, and that relief core. Now, I, again, Bart, this is a, this is a serious question: Is the bullpen better than it was yesterday? No, I don't know. I don't know why all of a sudden I think I think it Matt might Bush be. is good. I think it, look at his numbers; he's good, and that's exactly what they needed. Now, it, that is given the fact that you're saying that uh, Taylor Rogers is in the same hemisphere as Josh Hader. I'm okay, not. If, 
oh well, I, the numbers say that they're roughly the same. That's Rogers what the numbers has had say. Two really bad months in a row. Hater had a bad three weeks. Well, okay. Well, we're splitting hairs, but both of them pretty dominating when they're at their peak performance. No, I, so is, is Josh Hader back? Is Taylor Rogers back? I, who, we're going to find out. But Lamette and and Bush added to that bullpen where you don't have to go with Trevor Kelly's, Luke Barker's, Peter Strezlecki's, all these guys. That's that's the way this team plays, though, Bart. That's the way they play. That's the way they win. Is pitching. So when you bolster that, even that middle relief, it does make your team a little bit better, or at least that bullpen collectively a little bit better. I think it's it's slightly better. I do. Four one four six seven seven twelve fifty. We will be back in a couple of minutes. I have to take breaks now. You do. Yeah. They're making you take breaks. Yeah. Well, it's about time. <laughs> it's been a free for all. Ted Nugent got it right. It's a free for all. Wow. Yes, Jay. What's up? Uh, like an hour and five minute break. I'm or? in deep trouble. <laughs> I am in deep, Boom. deep trouble. Oh yeah, what happened to you the other day? Well, no, it's just that if they're if 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 Nothing. it trickles downstream, then uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to break a little bit more than I do. All right. Well, I'll I'll be just ba- leave it. I leave it to the uh, hey man. When That's we're rolling, what I, I know. You know, you know what it's like. I'll be back with you in two minutes. Check. All right, we'll be right back. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler, Tim Shea, and Tim Allen. Tim, I want to read you some of my tweets that I fired off yesterday. Yeah. I was very upset. Uh, let, Let me just read the good ones. I said, here's a question. Which Milwaukee player will Josh Hader strike out when the six-seeded Padres record the final out against the third-seeded Brewers at American Family Field well, to advance to the divisional round. Yeah, the opposite could happen, too. Someone could go yard and, and walk it off. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, um, here's another one. Some deep for a walk-off playoff victory at American Family Field. I said, uh, let's see, at Winks thinks, what time is this now? One o'clock, I said... We root for a team that has to be sellers even when they're contending because they'll never have enough money to compete. Awesome sport. Well, that's not the Brewers' fault. That's that's the league's fault. Uh, let's see. Uh, did I take a break? No, one thirty. as I'm trying to take a nap. I'm too charged up here. I say, hashtag Stern's soldiers are so brainwashed they trip over themselves to convince you that trading your best player while you're in first place is a brilliant move. Why would Stearns ever need to talk to the media when his legion of super fans are already working the spin for him? Uh, where else do I get to? Uh, all right. This is uh, as I was in line in Walgreens for my anxiety medicine. Uh, I tweeted at 6 o'clock. I love how if Brewers traded, let's say, prospects for Taylor Rogers, we'd be all like, who's this guy, Bud Norris too? Instead, he gets traded for Josh Hader, and suddenly, well, he's basically the same as Josh Hader. You take anxiety medicine? Yeah, Lexapro. Hmm. How long have you been doing that? Uh, Two years, three, maybe. Four? What happened? What happened? I had anxiety. What, did, did anything trigger that? Did anything happen? Traumatic experience? Uh, Probably this job. Okay. That's what I was getting at. I don't know. It just feels like uh, there's a lot of streams going into my brain at all times. And it felt like my brain was being smushed by the amount of information that I had to take in. Well, and, you know, 
economically paying what you're paying at the pump and all that. I mean, that's that can't help. Groceries and inflation and all that. Yeah, gas is now down 42 consecutive days. Actually, March. the uh, the quickest decrease of gas prices in like 30 years. But price up to mark down. You're supposed to look good. Yeah. Uh, gas station executives are having record profits. <laughs> what a great capitalistic country we live in. Uh, let's see. Here's six o'clock. No franchise has ever friend zoned their fans as much as the Brewers have. They will never love you as much as you love them. And one more tweet here. The Bucks go cheap with PJ Tucker two weeks after they win a title. Bucks fans are mad. The Brewers go cheap the week that they are set to celebrate their 40th anniversary of blowing a lead in the World Series and Brewers fans rush to the streets in jubilation. <laughs> well, let, let me just throw this out there. What did everyone think about the Trent Grisham, Zach Davies, Eric Lauer, and Luis Urias trade? Let, let, me throw, let me throw this out there. Let me throw this out there. That was also with the Padres. You think, they wanna get, you think they want to get screwed again next time they deal with the Brewers? I don't think so. Well, maybe they're going get, to get the screw job on this one, too. We are I mean, so afraid. To ever be wrong about a trade, we're so afraid that Brewers I agree. fans. That's why the reach, the the, the outreach by this organization, by David Stearns, that that you know, not one notch down for me with him. One notch down. Brewers he, fans he, spent all day yesterday trying to convince themselves about these guys. Again, they don't have to work, do the work for us. We don't want to be wrong about a trade. We nobody wants this to. We don't want to hate this trade and then say, oh, they won a World Series and then they win the World Series and we're all upset. Uh, because we looked bad and we didn't believe. We want to believe. This team doesn't win. This team's goal is to is to be good enough to get in the playoffs. This team's goal is to keep you on the hook. They are not serious about winning a World Series. The they, David Stern said it. This team's goal is not to win a World Series. It is to make the playoffs and see what happens. And seeing what happens is not going to work. Not if you're trading your all-stars when you're supposed to be buyers. I know that uh, you you got a, a caller or two that we we can get to, but let me let me just throw this out there uh, to the listening audience of the Bart Winkler Morning Extravaganza. When you when you look at uh, an organization that has a different philosophy and generally speaking about the same money to deal with, and and I hate bringing up the Cardinals, but I will Bart, and I think this is appropriate to the conversation and what you just said about the goal of a World Series. I think I read you this before, but it's, it's worth repeating. Oliver Marmel of the St. Louis Cardinals, their manager. It's an expectation here where a winning season isn't just above 500. That means nothing to me. The way I was brought up in this organization, it means nothing. Making the playoffs is great. It's not the expectation. The expectation is what happened in 2011, winning the World Series. That's it. There's nothing underneath that. You either win the whole thing or you don't. In my eyes, above 500 means nothing. There's 29 losers. There's only one winner. That's it. Yeah, now, that's is, that's that's the Cardinals' method. That's what they want: World Series. We want to get every, in the playoffs. That should be every team. But it's philosophy not the Brewers' philosophy. In it's all not of sports. It's it, it, they they're admitting to you that it's not. Now they could trade Josh Hader and end up winning a World Series this year, and then I'll be on the top of Holy Hill saying rewarded for bad behavior, rewarded for bad oh, behavior. Gee, yeah, that's what you're going to do. I, I know that. They win the World Series this year, and you're going to say it's like drunk driving. If you make it home, it doesn't make it all right. 
Well, I don't condone that under any circumstance. Brewers acquire Matt Bush. Matt Bush. So if they don't, God, Stearns. Stearns is like, oh, fans are mad at me. Uh, I better go trade for Matt Bush. I think it's, that's a that is a great move. Bart. They traded I'm your guy you. Antoine Kelly and Mark Mathias. Well, yeah. I mean, again, prospects for this organization outside of pitching, and and Kelly was was on the rise here, but uh, nonetheless, uh, your prospect group has not uh, treated you fairly outside of some pitching. If Look, they, if they trade Peter Strzelecki, I'm going to go nuts. Oh, he's his ass That's is off boy. the team. Yeah, they got they got a bunch of roster moves to make. Yeah, they, they do. And they're getting uh, Peralta back this week. Mm-hmm. Things are looking good. So they got four pitchers they need to get rid of. Well, Hater counts as one, and then Strzelecki's going to be two, and then who? Got Gustave? What, what about Jake one McGee? of your catchers? Oh, please God, hurry up! <laughs> I want Jake McGee to stay here. I think the, uh, he should stay. Pedro Severino's had four at-bats, four plate appearances since the All-Star break. This is the most useless roster spot we've ever used on a guy. <laughs> and he can't play in the playoffs. No. It, we're treating him like he's Manny Pena, and he's like a lifetime service award. This guy, this guy immediately comes here. First thing he does is get suspended. And then you go out of your way to keep him here. Well, maybe there's a trade. Nobody's going to give you anything for Pedro Severino. No. If he's not eligible, there's there's nobody that's going to give you anything. I think he's out of options as well. Uh, Dan is in Racine. Dan, what's up? Hey, man. Great great show today, guys. I'm glad you're not Homer in this whole thing. Really, I'm glad to see there's some angst against this trade. And I particularly think this guy, as the owner, is probably the worst out of the three we have, besides Lambo being Lambo or the Packers. We need the Lazary brothers, man. We need a guy that can come in here, see what's on the table, make some calls. Don't just shop a phone call and say, okay, yeah, you guys can have them. Dude, go out and spend some money. Where are the bats on this team when it really comes down to it? So we got pitching, which finally we got that. But we can never put it together on this team. And... I just think Anastasio is cheap. Raise the prices every year. I'm sick of paying his beer prices. I'm fed up, actually, with this dude. And now we got this. You don't even know what the nucleus of these guys are going to be like mixing up the team this close with three games above St. Louis. I say it they ain't going nowhere. We know they're not. You know, and baseball's baseball because you got the Yankees, you got the Dodgers. You got these dudes that just can buy an all-star team every damn season. I don't know. You guys want to pay $40 parking spots? I'll watch it at home or in the bar. That's all I got. Thanks, Dan. Good hey, to hear from all, you. It's, it's all right to, to feel like that. It's, it's, it doesn't mean that we don't like this baseball team. For you to be upset over that, that that's in, in a weird way what makes all this thing kind of roll a little bit. But I, I feel your pain. I'm, I'm there, man. I, you know, that again, you said shop some, some phone calls. That's the biggest problem I have. You knew you were open to trading Hater, and you didn't drive the boat. You weren't the one that called the teams that spotted a, a prospect or two. I think Brewers fans, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, I think you guys have been better with this trade if you had an absolute beast of a projected prospect. One 
and then a mid-level prospect and be good out the door. There's Josh No, Hader. because yeah, we're trading for a little prospects bit. when we're it, contending. But I have a bigger problem with the type of prospects that they got in return. If you're going to move him, then you dictate what prospects you want. They put these on the table. There might have been a counteroffer from Stearns. There, I'm sure there was. San Diego P- Preller picks up the phone and calls Stearns and says, hey, man, uh, we want Hater. We're serious about it. Here's what we got on the table. And Stern said, well, let me think about it. I'll take a look at your organization. We spotted a, another player that we want in on the deal. See, that, that's, I'm afraid that's how this deal went down. Instead of Stern's picking up the phone and calling the New York Mets or the Atlanta Braves and saying, hey, we're open to uh, moving Josh Hader. I uh, want to run this by you. We see that uh, you have your second-ranked prospect there. We want that, and we want your fifth, and we'll we'll uh, we'll move him to you. This, see, that's the biggest problem I have, that he didn't – and to admit it, that he didn't do the outreach knowing that he was going to trade him anyway? Yeah, wow. Stearns is George Costanza. He wants out, dude. He wants to go work for the New York Mets. It's the same thing. He wants out of here. I would have preferred not to hear that he didn't make any outreach. Well, I don't I like hearing – I would just not to hear that. I don't like hearing this again. Yeah, Mark – his family, our ownership group, um, they, they are not interested in a prolonged rebuild ever. Um, our fan base is not interested in a prolonged rebuild ever. Um, in order to avoid those prolonged down cycles, uh, we believe occasionally making a very difficult decision like this um, is needed. And and that's why we made the move today. So they want to be competitive, Tim. That's great. But what they're telling me, what Stearns is telling me is, one, they are so afraid of ever being bad. They, like, it petrifies them. Like, we're going to go anywhere, which is absurd. And we've been rooting for this losing franchise for half a century. We're not going anywhere. So Mark's got to get that through his head. And the other thing is, they're telling you the World Series is not... I, I'm up here every day talking about how I want my team to win championships. I just want championships. And they're telling you the World Series is just flat out not the goal. The goal well, is to not lose, which... The go- it's 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 not it's not it's not in line with my expectations of the team, and so I have to kind of reset maybe how I he, he, approach this team. You know, and and he the the conviction he had in his voice when he said "ever," I think he disregarded one thing. That "ever" is a big word. Stearns, have you considered what would happen with the acceptability of a rebuild if you won the World Series? See, that's the difference. He he excluded that. Yeah. I think Brewers fans would be accepting yes, of like a the rebuild Cubs. if there the were Cubs a World Series The Cubs are miserable ring. right now, but they've got their World they've Series their in ring. 2016. A- a- absolutely. So how many how We would many all years, accept that. We all would. How many years are you investing in, in a complete teardown rebuild if they got a World Series this year? How, how many years are you willing to give up? Uh, me personally, eight. I'm I'm a handful too. I'm absolutely a handful. And he neglected to put that into his little soliloquy there. Ever. Ever. No, no, no. We'll trade ever for a World Series title. I and again, as I said yesterday, Bart, I think we are forgiving if we bo- truly believe that all the chips are being slid in front and going all in. I'm going all in this year. I think we're accepting of that. We are. Next year, the opening day of the championship season, uh, you know, they, they really made their moves, and you got to applaud the effort that, man, they went for it. When do they, quote, 
go for it. Never. Never. They're never going to go for it. This is what this trade and what they are telling you. They are never going to go for it. They will never do anything that puts them in jeopardy of not being a wild card team. And now that you have six teams that make the playoffs every year, all you need is 85 wins to get in. That's what the Brewers are going to be. They're they're going to be built every year to get into the playoffs. We, we're gonna we're gonna eventually say, well, how could you be mad at the Brewers? They've been in the playoffs ten straight years. Yeah, they've won, they've lost the division around ten straight years, but nobody will care because you're so excited. You get to buy new playoff merch every year. The road to October 2023. <laughs> I want to buy a World Series hat. Yeah. I want to win a World Series and have that moment and have that run. But that's not my goals are not the Brewers' goals. But, but, they but are telling it, you it crystal clear with this trade. Can it still happen, though? Yes, it can happen. Okay. See, so we do have that. We do have oh, that's that. That's ridiculous. It's still, no, but Bart, seriously, I'm, you know, I'm not poking fun. It, it can happen. It would take, uh, it would, it would take a lot of doing in terms but it's not of, their goal. of luck strategy. It's not their goal. No, but I understand what you're saying. You're, you're talking about philosophically the, the bigger picture of this organization. The Brewers' goal is not to win a World Series. It's not. It's to make the playoffs. It's not to win a World Series. So that sucks. I, I, I This is what I'm coming to understand today. And if you want to talk about the trade specifically, well, Hader and the numbers and the war and this and this prospect, we, you know, we can dissect all of it. What I'm coming to terms with is my goal for the Brewers is for me to see a World Series someday. Their goal is not to win a World Series. They might end up winning a World Series as mm-hmm. like a, you know, they found a four-leaf clover on their walk through the well, prairie. I mean, um, well, you know. But it's not their again. goal. And a team that has a team that doesn't like the Bucks. Their goal was to win the NBA title. They did it. Yes, yes. The the they they, they did everything they could to do it. The Packers. But, they're not getting back there, but their goal is the Super Bowl. Yeah. The the Cardinals. There's 29 other losers. Yeah. There's only one winner. I root for a team that does not have the same goal that I have, and and that that that's what I'm coming to terms with with this trade. And I don't see what's wrong with saying you want to win a championship, and that's your goal, and and every decision you make is based upon that. Because the, the Brewers is, would be lying if they said that. Because I wonder, speaking on that concept, conceptually, did this trade coincide with a philosophy of every decision we make is to win a World Series? Did did this trade fall into that philosophy? No. I would have to agree with you, Bart. I would have to agree with you. Now, they would contend, I think Stearns would contend, that more chances to win a World Series is is what we're after. I don't just chances, just just the the chance, as you said, four leaf clover, uh, you know, uh, things fall right, lucky streak, strategy, etc. So I, you have to think of it that way. Was this trade in an effort to win the World Series this year, because my goodness, if you're trading Josh Hader, shouldn't that be kind of a chippy move? Shouldn't that be kind of a like, whoa, this he's got something in mind here this year. It doesn't kind of look like that, that this year is for this trade? No, and that's know. really upsetting. I'm upset. And I don't care. I'm, I can be upset. I'm a fan. I'm upset. I'm and upset about this trade. I, 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 again, 
I'll, I'll say it till, till the day I, I'm six feet under. You have every right to be pissed about a Brewers trade or lack thereof. And I'm not going to justify it. I'm not going to try to justify it. I'm not going to do scouting reports. I'm not going to look at Baseball America said this. I'm not going to look at Keith Law said this. The Brewers came out and told me their goal is not to win a World Series, and I'm mad about it. Highest bidder. It's up for auction. Highest bidder, and that's what it was. We'll answer calls. Let me know when someone calls. Well, I got a lot of people that are calling me, so I'm going to talk to them. I'll bid you adieu. Okay. I appreciate your uh, time, friendship, bond, love. And I, I will say this. I feel so much better physically than I did one week ago this very minute. <laughs> Sorry about last week. Okay. Are you going to apologize for everything else that you've ever said on the show that's uh, inappropriate? <laughs> no. No, there's too many. There's too, too many to focus Jeez. on. He took a dig at me this weekend. So Tim did? Yeah. What are you saying about you? He just imitated my voice. Oh, okay. I've done impressions of everyone, he, impersonations. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was the first time, so I was kind of taken back a little, but I'm good now. <laughs> can do you want to? Can I hear it? I'll play it for you. Oh, you've saved it. Uh, I'm sure I saved. I don't want to hear. I'll play it for we'll you. Get Tim. I want to hear Tim do it. I'll, 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 oh boy. Tim, give me a Tim. <laughs> no, well, I'd have to be in the moment. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, you, you can't. Was. You can't. You can't just pull it off. And Bart, you're you're a tough dude to uh, to impersonate. No, I'm not. I impersonate uh, well, myself all the time. Go Packers. Hey, go Packers. Hey, everybody, I'm mad about this. Oh, my God. Good voting. Hey, I'm so mad. I'm mad about this. All right, get get to your calls. These people these people want to get on the air. All right, well, they will in two minutes. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.